Welcome to the podcast, Loving on Purpose. I'm your host, Bonnie Lyman. If you're having trouble navigating through your relationships with your adult children, if you are struggling to connect with them or having specific challenges, you're in the right place. This is episode 15, Why Adversity is a Blessing in Our Lives. Bet you didn't want to hear that one, did you? Welcome all of you back. Uh, If you know of friends that aren't listening, direct them this way. I just like helping as many people as I can. Another thing, if you haven't signed up for my email that comes out every Thursday, I call it Thursday. And they're little bits of tips, uh, uplifting insights, sometimes into my life. A lot of it, I guess, is my view on life, but I'm always trying to help everybody see the perspective in life that makes us all feel the best. So share away, my friends. Happy to be with you. Spring is coming. The sun is out. It's going to be a great day. But this topic, I don't know. You might be a little mad or disagree with me afterwards. But some of my greatest lessons and my most treasured lessons, some of the things I hold most dear to me, have come from adversity. So I really believe in this concept of resisting. When we resist anything, it just becomes worse. It intensifies. If we resist doing the dishes, they're still there in the morning and they just kind of nag at us. Stephen R. Covey would refer to it as the monkey on your back. He doesn't go away until you turn around and you notice him. So that's kind of like what adversity is. But the thing about adversity, most of us want to run away and hide from it. We don't want to have it in our lives. And yet, if we look back, Adversity has brought us some opportunities we would never have otherwise, and we've learned lessons that we could never learn otherwise. Adversity helps us become the person we want to be, and a lot of us haven't even figured that out until we go through some adversities and we learn something and we find out something about ourselves, we find out that we can do hard things and survive and really navigate through them quite well. It's really a sense of accomplishment. We're also told that there's opposition in all things. So to me, opposition means the negative, but it also means adversity. 
but we go to all lengths to avoid it. Now, I'm not saying we ought to pray for it. I've even thought about some of my kids that have really maybe taken a step off the path in a way that I didn't like. And I thought, you know, if they had some severe adversity in their life, it may wake them up to at least think about needing God a little more in a part of their life. But I'm sure as heck not going to pray for calamities to come into their life. Enough of that happens on their own. And so when I was Relief Society president, I can remember going around and visiting some homes and the people that were not able to provide for themselves, that were relying on the state um, government, federal government, whatever, for sustaining them and their family, helping them with food and rent, etc., often came from homes that didn't embrace their problems. They didn't deal very well with adversity. So they ran and they hid and they, they, they tried to solve it in the best way they could. But running away from it, not facing it, not figuring it out, how to stop that cycle, how to fix it so that they wouldn't have to be dependent upon the government was actually more painful for them than to know that they they weren't self-reliance. So how do we get so we don't fear adversity? This question was asked in a Relief Society lesson. Relief Society is a woman's organization in my church, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, where we meet two Sundays a month. But how do you get through your trials? And my answer was to have more trials. Because I can remember one of the first trials I had in my life It was pretty scary, and I was pretty uncomfortable, and I didn't like it at all. But it was at that moment that I learned something that sustained me through the rest of my life. What happened to me was that I had found, discovered a lump in my breast. And I can remember it was the very day that my son returned home from his mission in serving in Ukraine. And that was one of the most exciting days of my life, to have my son return home. This was in the time where there was no email, there was no uh, Zoom calls with each other. So we hadn't seen his face for two years, and we were really excited. And it was so exciting to be home, and I was taking a bath 
just washing myself, and I discovered this lump. So I had quite a bit of anxiety. So it was on a Saturday, so that Monday, I called the doctor, and they scheduled me in for a Wednesday appointment, and I thought, that's good, I'm getting in here soon. And then they called me on Wednesday to say the doctor was sick, and he wasn't going to be able to see me until Monday. Well, then my anxiety and my fear really went up, and I was really uncomfortable. How was I going? How was I going to get through the weekend and have any bit of sanity or peace at all? So I remember that was the first time I really had a very heartfelt conversation with the Lord. And I remember asking him and saying, I know that you can't control or I can't control the outcome of of what this mass in my body is, is going to prove to be, but just give me the strength to be able to deal with it and to accept it and to do what I need to do. And so I can remember I was in the car when I had that prayer and this peace came over me. And I knew at that time that the Lord was in the details of my life. If I had not had that experience, I never would have been able to have felt that strength from the Lord and that he really was there to help me because he did. And it served me so well in so many other times in my life when challenges come up or came up to me. And I felt like I had quite a few challenges in my life. I've maybe said this before, can't really remember what I've said on past podcasts, but I kind of have this belief that I'll never go to hell because I've already been there. But I also think I won't go to hell because I think I manage my life and I become a better person. So how how do we think, really believe that adversity is a blessing? Well, one way is that we can, in a sort of way, if we can get there, is welcome it. But that is just knowing and remembering that the adversity is going to come in our lives. So many of us know it, but we don't believe it. And so we're just totally thrown off guard when we get thrown a zinger. And so the question is not how can I avoid adversity in our life, in my life, which is a good thing to think about because adversity comes about either by 
things that we have caused for it to happen, or maybe it's somebody else has caused the adversity in our life, or maybe it's just a natural natural phenomena such as COVID that has come into our life. But however it comes, the question to ask is, what do I do now? And so we always have a decision. We can choose to be in a pity party about it and run and hide and just hope it goes away. Or a good friend of mine talked about embracing your problems. So you just take it on and you do what you need to do to face the consequences. And then you get on, instead of focusing so much on the problem, we want to focus on the solution. But that's getting a little bit away from why adversity is such a blessing. If we think of a broken bone, when we break a bone in our arm or leg, it grows back even stronger. In fact, my son had a very severe break in his right at the top of his ankle where he broke his fibula and tibula. And not only did the bone grow back stronger, but that leg eventually grew back an inch longer. So, yep, that's causing another adversity in his life. But it's amazing that it it would be so strong that it would do that. Another example of why we become stronger from having gone through adversity is watching a baby learn how to walk. That little guy just tries and tries to stand up and balance himself on those two little feet and he keeps falling, but he embraces that problem. And as he continues to practice trying to get up on his legs and balance on those feet, his legs are actually becoming stronger. And so this is one of the benefits of having problems or adversity in our life. Through these adversities, we become the person we want to become, but in fact, we become even better. Sometimes we don't even think about the person we want to become. We kind of focus on, well, I just want to be happy. But what about being strong enough and resilient enough and brave enough to tackle those adversities 
that come to us in life in a way in which we grow and progress and not get stuck and not move forward in our life, but ruin our life. By coming, overcoming adversity, we can feel more accomplished. By having gone through some tough, difficult, hard things, future adversity is a little more welcomed, or it's not shunned. We have the faith in ourself that we're going to figure it out and we're going to get out of it. I think one of the biggest things adversity gives to us is having trust in God and in Jesus Christ that they'll do what they say they will do. And that is they will not forsake us. They will be there. They will be there to hold us up. And that is what I learned when I had that little experience of finding that little mass in my body. I was scared. I was feeling a feeling I had never felt before. And yet, by going to the Lord and turning it over to Him, and not asking it to be nothing or to just go away, but asking for strength to be able to handle it and get through it with some amount of peace. I knew that God loved me and that he cared about me. My parents were of a generation where there wasn't a lot of love expressed. And oftentimes, the way my dad was raised was how he raised us. It served him well. He became a very successful person in being instrumental in developing the fuel that put the man on the moon. And so he learned that from going through some very hard things. And so he decided that that's how he was going to raise his kids was to not make life so easy. So he was not real involved in our life. And when it came ready to get a job in the summer, as my brother and I went around to the fruit ranches where everybody were asking to get a job, we were declined. We were told, your father is influential enough. He can get you a job anywhere uh, he wants to get you one. And so I had to become resilient on my own. I had to become a problem solver on my own. And our family wasn't very happy either. There was lots of arguing between my parents. And so I learned that if I wanted to be happy in life, I was going to have to find my 
own happiness. And so I would say I was not raised in the most ideal circumstances. And yet I feel like I am a very good person. I feel like I tackle problems very well. I feel like I have passion. I have determination. I have resilience to bounce back. If there's something I want and it's a righteous desire, I go after that till I get it. I figure it out. And I could not have done that if my dad was just always bailing me out of everything. So I am really grateful for this dysfunctional, unloving family I was living in. It made my young married life quite easy because it made it feel like I was living in total bliss. So that's another thing adversity does. It makes the good even better. My husband was working for Frontier Airlines and he could see the writing on the wall that they were going under. So he decided to go after a job that he heard about. There was a man who had a janitorial business and he was selling it. And it looked like we were going to buy it. And as it worked out, he decided not to sell. And then when he did decide to sell, we could see there were some loopholes in this business that were going to make it too difficult for for us to be able to pay back the money that we would have to borrow from the bank to buy this business. But by not getting that job, he got even a better job. So if we hadn't gone through that hard thing and we learned a lot of stuff about how to overcome hurdles that we never thought we could, but it worked in our favor to not get that job as disappointed and fearful my husband was, was now what? How how am I going to provide for my family? And we had just had number five. I really wasn't in a position to go to work and there weren't the online businesses that there are now. But it all worked out for the best. And so when my son told us that he dealt with same-sex attraction when my daughter told us when she was unmarried that she was pregnant. Did we like those to hear that news? No. Did it cause some negative emotion? Of course. 
but from our past adversities, we were becoming strong in character, and we knew that if we just trusted in the Lord and put our minds to it, that we would be able to figure out how to just keep on loving these people. That's what our kids needed. They didn't need financial help. They they just needed acceptance. But that's one of the hardest things that we have to deal with when we have children is when they become adults and they're doing all these things that we disapprove of. And we get caught in the middle of when do I interfere and when do I stay out of their business? But I tell you that, first of all, if you'll look back on past adversities that you had and how you got through those, I bet you quite frequently that you turn to the Lord that you will you will be able to get through them. I have another philosophy or thought that serves me well is we don't have as many miracles in our lives because we don't expect them. I think we have a hard time with the adversities that come into our life because we don't want to expect them, even though we know they're coming. So how do we prepare to be able to accept these adversities without completely falling apart? Well, first of all, I think we need to realize that it's our choice of what we do with this adversity once we get it. It doesn't matter how anybody else thinks it should be solved. It doesn't matter if if we can't even really get a confirmation from the Lord, because I think the Lord sometimes tells us, you can figure this out on your own, but if you have to lean on me and I'll hold you up, he's always there for us, but he's not going to give us the exact answer. So sometimes when we don't get an exact answer, and both options dealing in a situation with our adult children, both of them bring um, discomfort to us, then we think none of them are right, and so we do nothing. A wrong decision is better than no decision at all. But I want to tell you that you have more strength and more knowledge 
than what you believe you have. You just haven't had to tap into that part of you to figure out that problem. So if we remember and focus on why some of these things our children do are blessings in our lives, we are taking on a whole new perspectives. And the only way they can really be a blessing in our life is how we react to it. Who do I want to be? And again, I can't emphasize enough that really our only responsibility to our adult children is to love them. And you get to decide what that looks like. And I think it's important to decide that. Your responsibility is to love them. Your responsibility is to fulfill your own needs. Your children may be saying things to you, not saying things to you, demanding things of you that that you feel are disrespect to you. You may feel they're not self-reliant enough. But at the same time, you can still choose to love them. And that's a difficult thing to do. But to love them and to be a refuge for them is the greatest gift you can give them. Not to try to control them, not to tell them what you think is the best way, but to respect their agency and be a cheerleader for them. Just as it was hard for me to figure out how to get through some tough things in my life, it's their responsibility to figure out how to get through some hard things in their life. And they will learn things that they could learn no other way than going through those hard things. But it works two ways. There are things you will learn that you can learn no other way than experiencing having some difficult adult children. We never know what that relationship is going to be like. It doesn't matter what my kids do that causes me to feel disappointment. It's just disappointment. It's just a little adversity. It's just what life offers us. And so I am going to accept that And I'm going to learn to be a better person and the best person I can be from these experiences 
and these opportunities. Paul said in Romans 8.28 that all things work together for good. Don't you think that when we go through these adversities, we get so much better at mourning with those that mourn, of being able to lift them up? I know from the experiences that I have had that people gravitate toward me when they're going through difficult things with their children. And it's been completely different than the the challenges I have. But they know I know what it feels like to hurt and to struggle, but also to overcome, to also live a happy life of how to exercise my gift of agency and keep that power within me to choose how to have a happy, satisfying, fulfilling life. So the blessings of it, of um, adversity kind of boil down to we have an increased understanding of what makes life so wonderful. We gain a sensitivity to really what matters most. And the biggest thing of all is we become more Christ-like. We learn to love everyone. We learn to love those that are difficult to love. We learn to forgive those that don't deserve to be forgiven. We develop those qualities that are in us that we didn't even know we had. If we look at adversity as an opportunity and not as a roadblock, we will be made strong and we will live satisfying, fulfilling lives. If you struggle with anything with your adult kids, mainly just being able to feel how amazing love feels when you're around them, regardless of what they're doing in their lives, then why don't you contact me and let's see if some of the tools I have to offer to navigate life with adult children would be helpful to you. Thank you for those that have written some reviews for me. And again, if you think somebody else can benefit from this, this applies to all aspects of life, just not having adult children but I know many of you that that's where your adversity is coming from. But just look at it and welcome it as a blessing to you 
for you to become a better you and for you to become more Christ-like. Have a great week, and we'll talk to you next week. If you're finding your relationships with your adult children are not anything like what you expected, I can help you. You don't have to be stuck in feelings of pain, resentment, disappointment, or even all those unfulfilled expectations. Really, nothing has gone wrong. You just need to learn what your role is and how to manage your thoughts so that you know how to create happiness and love for your children regardless of what their behavior is. Go to bonnielyman.com and book a call. Let's chat. And after talking to me on a free consult for 60 minutes, you will know exactly what direction you need to be taking.